I'm comedian Timmy Boyle, and this is the greatest live Instagram comedy experience that nobody knew about. March of 2020, I just arrived home from tour when COVID-19 shut down the world. So despite being severely technically challenged, I started a daily live Instagram show right here from my living room. Because how hard could it be? And how long could a pandemic last? Apparently longer than five months. So now, a hundred episodes later, I've called comedians as diverse in experience as they are in style from all around the world to discuss comedy, life, and, well, whatever. I had no goals, which was a great idea. I avoided tech checks, which was a bad idea. And I eventually wore no pants. The jury's still out on that one. And my OJ, over 150 days, transformed from refreshing drink to rancid mystery liquid right before our eyes. It was a random, free-flowing, hilariously messy ride into the minds and backstage lives of entertainers where anything could happen, and did, including a trip to a goat farm. Overcoming a lack of direction, resources, and tech ineptness, as well as multiple zombie cyber attacks, a project not expected to last even a week soon developed into a must-watch show like no other. But don't take my word for it. See for yourself, right here on another episode of Calling Comedians in Quarantine. Is that it? Did we get it all? Awesome. Oh, hey. Um, it is now seven o'clock on uh, Friday night uh, of um, of quarantine season. We uh, we don't know how long quarantine is going to end, but um, or how long it's going to be. But I feel in the four hundred day range. Uh, we got uh, Budweisers in here. Robert Beckham's in here. Mary Jane Baker is here. Yo, Robert Beckham. Uh, thank you so much for those of you who are starting to come in here. Um, well, since I know all of you, uh, my name is Timmy Boyle, and uh, you are watching episode 10 of Calling Comedians in Quarantine. Uh, what I wanted to do going forward here was that on Friday nights, I wanted to do um, kind of a question-answer thing with you. And so you will become the guest tonight. Um, I'll be looking for some real cool questions. Uh, if uh, the question is cool enough, I'll bring you into the live. Um, you're going to get kicked out, though, pretty soon. I mean, because, you know, it's, it's, if you come in, you don't expect to, like, be here for, like, two, three minutes. Um, we want to get to as many questions as we can. So, um, but that's what tonight's going to be about. This is an opportunity for you to ask me something about comedy, about life. Um, and uh, the quirkier, the better, quite frankly. This is an opportunity to ask questions that maybe you've always wanted to 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 ask me or or somebody in general and you figure well at least Timmy will answer it if other people won't uh Joy is in here Sarah is in here thank you so much for coming Crystal welcome um so that's what tonight's going to be about um uh, we've had uh we've had eight tremendous guests over the last uh, uh nine I guess nine tremendous guests well eight tremendous guests and then one one we didn't like but we're not going to tell you who that was no they've all been fantastic although uh sadly um for those of you who are well, hello, Mia. Um, haven't seen Mia for a while. Um, so we had one guest last night. Um, 
and that was uh, David Green. And we actually lost almost all of the good footage because my phone shut off partway through it. So um, anyways, all of the episodes that have been on so far are going to be on YouTube at uh, Timmy's Shorts. You're going to want to go and check those out. But this is episode 10 of Calling Comedians in Quarantine. So what we're going to do tonight is we're going to ask questions. Uh, you guys are going to ask questions. I'm going to invite you in one at a time as I see the questions. You can, you can ask the questions. We'll interact for a little bit. Then I'm going to move on. So um, And then hopefully you'll hang around and see all the questions and answers from everyone. Because tonight you are the guests or I'm the guest. And you're all interviewing me. But you're all different. And I'm the only one staying here. Anyways, it doesn't really matter. But here we go. This is episode 10. Calling Comedians in Quarantine. You are calling... Calling here, let's go to, we're just going to go question at a question at a time. And it has to be a cool question. So here we go. Let's bring in uh, Mary Jane Baker. She has her question. So Mary question here on calling comedians into quarantine. Let's see if the technology works. No. Maybe. Maybe not. She probably left. All right. Well. We're going to have to, oh, there she is. There she is, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Mary Jane Baker is here. So Mary Jane, what's your question? Okay, so my question is, if you could travel to anywhere in time, when would you go? This morning, I had a really good sleep. And if I could have that experience again, I would do that. But if you're talking eras, talking eras, here's the thing. I know some people would want to go back to say like um, the Western period and all that stuff. Well, there was no medicine. You think we're bad now with like having a virus right now? You could die. I think there was even a movie done about all those things. I would like to just go back and relive the 1980s again. I try my best to live them now, but like start right in 1980. And I I wouldn't even try to jump time. I would just live for an entire 10 years soaking in the magic that is the 1980s. Do you like the 1980s? Where would you go? Um, Well, I am a product of the 1980s, so I definitely appreciate the 80s. Um, I would probably have to say the 60s. I like the whole peace, love, and hippie vibes that go along with it. Nice. Well, yeah. unfortunately, you would, if you went back there, you would have to wait about 20 years before our lives would cross paths. But I guess if we're both time travelers, we could make it happen along the way. This is true. Thank you, Mary Jane Baker. All right. Have a good night, guys. All right. Let's see here. Who's, uh, who's next in line here with a good question here on episode 10? Uh, Budweiser. Um, it, I'm going to answer this question here, but you got to come up with a cooler question if you want on the show here, Budweiser 1924. The tour, um, how did the tour start in Guelph? No, the tour ended in Guelph. I'm really even confused by your question. Clear up your question, Budweiser 1924. We'll get back to you. Robert Beckham or, okay, let's, let's bring in Robert here um, because uh, this is a question that I want to, want to look at here. Robert Beckham, I'm going to bring him in. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, and then uh, we're going to go into this question here. This is episode 10 of Calling Comedians in Quarantine. You're technically calling me, even though I'm calling you. Robert Beckham. How are you, man? Cooking. Cooking? Oh, you're always cooking, my friend. Always cooking. Oh, yeah. 
Why is All cleaning right. on cooking? Okay, okay. Tell me, re repeat the question here. What's the question you would ask? Which one I had to? Rushers or hip? No, the first one. Oh, um, Star Wars or Lord of the Rings? Okay, um, as individual movies or as an entire trilogy? There is only one trilogy. Well, I guess Star Wars is three trilogies. Yeah. It's kind of a nine-second. The a trilogy of trilogies. Okay, so uh, here's what I'll say. Um, I have seen all of the Star Wars movies. I have seen all of the Lord of the Rings. However, one of them I saw willfully, and the other one I was held captive in a friend's house because he wanted me to watch all three Lord of the Rings, extended versions, all at once. He didn't even watch it with me. He literally sat me down and kept bringing me popcorn to watch it. And I don't even know what happened. All I remember is this nine-hour thing of people stabbing each other with swords. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go Star Wars um, because I willfully watched it and willfully liked it. How about okay. you? Okay. Have you ever watched the movie Clerks Two? I have not watched Clerks Two. No. But okay. that was, is that close to Lord of the Rings? They have a five-minute little routine in there about Lord of the Rings versus Star Wars that you have. Oh, if you just YouTube it, it'll come up about uh, two right. of the people on the movie arguing over what was better, Lord of the Rings or Star Wars. And I think it puts What's it, it called? into perspective. Clerks 2. Clerks 2. All right. Yeah. And which side do you, it's, which side do you, which side do you fall on this? Star Wars. Lord of the Rings or Star Wars? Star Wars. You're yeah. Star Wars too? All right. We can yeah. always be friends. There's a fist bump in this socially. I saw the original Star Wars at the Strand Theater in Simcoe. Hi, Timmy. Three times. Wow. Hi, Timmy. Hi, Rena. How's it going? Going good. Good. You're cooking up a storm. Yep, as usual. I'm cooking. You're cooking. All right. Thank you so much for that question, uh, Robert. We're going to let you guys go and eat, and uh, we're going to move to another one. Thanks, buddy. Okay. See you, buddy. Have a good one. All right, so that was uh, Robert Beckham, Lord of the Rings or Star Wars. Definitely Star Wars. Crash Cody, thank you for coming in today. You are watching episode 10 of Calling Comedians in Quarantine. This is a question and answer period. If you ask a cool question, I'll invite you in briefly to ask that question live. Um, all right, beautiful. All right, I'm bringing in uh, Crystal right now. Crystal Leffler 5. Crystal. I like your question a lot. Here we go. So this is simply question and answers with Timmy tonight on episode 10. Crystal, hopefully your, your signal works. What do we got? Are you there? Are you there? No. No, see the technology thing. Uh-oh. Where is she? Waiting for Crystal. Here we go. This is the problem with doing technology. If we were just in a live show, that would be super. Oh, Crystal declined. Why did Crystal decline? Okay, fine. I'm gonna answer her question anyways, even though she declined. But if you could create a secret society, what would it be and, what, and who would you let in? Here's the thing. I have always wanted to start a cult, legitimately. I'm gonna move, I don't even like being out in the middle of nowhere. But I think being a cult leader is a pretty awesome job. And I think I could do it rather well. So I don't even know if it would be a secret society. Like, I think I'd be very bold and upfront of like, hey, everybody, here's my cult. Like, if you're going to build a cult, like, you should be proud of the cult is what I'm saying. So um, I would create a, a secret cult, but it wouldn't be secret. And um, what would it be and who would you let in? It would basically just be 
um, probably an 80s themed cult, um, secret society of sorts. It would, uh, everything, everybody would have to just buy in completely to the 80s. And if you didn't buy into the 80s, you would just be brainwashed. So everybody would just, just be 80s all the time. We'd have 80s music playing, 80s memorabilia all over the place. People would watch 80s cartoons. Um, and basically, I would let in anybody who was willing to follow me. Because like as a leader, I mean, what am I going to do? Say, no, you really want to follow me, but you can't be in my cult. No, if you want to follow me, you can be in my cult. So thank you for that question. Um, let's see here. I am going to mention uh, Robert. Uh, we've already brought him in, but Rush or the Hip. Uh, I actually didn't listen to either of those. Um, I prefer uh, Bon Jovi, Def Leppard, Beach Boys. That's a little bit of a jump over. And then, of course, Sonny and Cher. As you can see, it's a wide range, but I actually didn't get into Rush or the Hip. Um, let's see here. Whoever else is in the show right now, understand that this is a show for you to ask me questions. If you have a, a, a good, interesting question, I will invite you into the show. Um, I'm not going to go on camera, so don't bother calling me. Sarah wants to know. Okay, so here's so Budweiser 1924 um, doesn't want to get in the show. That's fine. No, no offense taken. Um, but uh, Sarah, oh, look, you're even asking on Sarah's behalf. Come on, Sarah, you could ask your own question. Uh, Sarah wants to know the first famous comedian that I met. Well, I think I was probably about three when I recognized my own reflection in the mirror. Let's see, okay. I'm not sure that wasn't where you were going with that one. The first famous comedian that I met. Um, I haven't actually met a whole lot of comedians. Well, like, like famous, here's the thing. I've met a lot of comedians, but fame is very um, subjective, right? Like, um, I consider Bob Newhart um, a famous comedian. And I've never met Bob Newhart. I saw him live. In fact, he was the only comedian that I've ever wanted to go see live. Like, that's, that's legitimately, and I finally got a chance to see him perform with my, when my dad was there, and it was me, and it was a beautiful show. Um, but... Man, I think like, so I don't know if there's any mainstream big name comics, but I remember when I, when I met Leland Claussen. So Leland Claussen at the time had been doing, you know, he was 10 years as decorated as you can be, done all the laugh festivals just for laughs, Winnipeg Comedy Festival, all those things all across Canada, um, was doing a reality show. Um, at the time, he was, he was one of the most decorated uh, comedians that I had, I had known and come across. But that's because I didn't follow comedians a lot growing up. Um, I was a sitcom kid, so I didn't even know Bob Newhart was a stand-up comic until actually I really loved his both two of his sitcoms, the third one, whatever. But um, so yeah, so I didn't really wasn't really walking in those circles, didn't go to a lot of stand-up shows. So I'm gonna have to say Leland, and whether or not you consider him famous or not, he should be more famous than he is, quite frankly. He's phenomenal talent, but uh, he'd have to be the highest level uh, comic that I've actually come across and met. Now, someone else might have come across my path and think that they are higher than him in fame. Um, they could very well be. But quite frankly, I don't even know which way to turn out of my house to go to the max. Um, I forget that detail. So I'm certainly not going to remember um, who I've met over the years. Um, so that's kind of the answer to that question. Let's see here. Oh, Sterling Library. Hey, Sterling Library is here. That's so awesome. Um, I keep having the sniffles here. I don't know if you guys know there's a bug going around little thing anyways i got this little sniffle so i apologize for that um so the certain library is here uh thank you for showing up certain library you are watching uh calling comedians in quarantine um and for those of you who are all coming in here usually 
we, uh, we, every single day at seven o'clock, we call another comedian and we just talk about life and quarantine um, and comedy in general. But tonight on Fridays, we're going to have a question and answer period where if you ask a cool question, I might even invite you right into the live here. Uh, Roy, the problem is I live in the boonies out in Sterling. Mm, I don't know. Joy, Charles Manson. What, wait, wait, hold on. Am I missing a thread here? I got so caught up. No sound. Wait, do I have sound? Somebody help me out here. Do I have sound right now? Somebody just say yes. Somebody say yes. Do I have sound? Are you serious? Okay, good. Thank you. Whew. All right. I saw somewhere that I didn't have sign. I'll probably that. Uh, Joy, I don't even know what the child, Charles Manson statement is. I was trying to find that, but uh, great reference. Um, I don't even know if I have. Oh, here's what I can say, though, about Charles Manson. It's not even a question, per se, but um, the Beach Boys were one of my favorite bands when I was in high school. I was a little bit behind the times, but um, I didn't know until years later that Charles Manson actually had a connection with the Beach Boys. Uh, if you don't know about that, you should check that out. Charles Manson and the Beach Boys actually crossed paths. And uh, interesting story. So let's see. Any other questions here that you have for me? Uh, Mary Jane's already been in the show, but um, I am going to answer her question. If you, if you want to get on here um, and actually come into a live with me, uh, now is the time to ask a cool and interesting question. Mary Jane Baker said, what's the best advice you've ever received? Wow. Um, in comedy, the best advice I've ever received is to slow my pace. Uh, one of the things that I did at the beginning was I talked too fast. And it was mainly because I was just trying to get through my, my set, my set list. It was like very scripted. I even held it in my pocket for years, never took it out on stage. But I remember someone saying, it's like, you, 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 you talk too fast. You're going over your um over the laughs and i think i took it to the opposite extreme now i'll go on stage and sip out of my orange juice this isn't orange juice this is just water because i've lost a lot of gigs because of the virus so uh water is the cheapest thing i can find right now but uh anyways now i'll even come out on stage and i won't say anything for the longest time so maybe i went to the other extreme but that was great comedy advice uh just slow it down don't talk so fast don't especially don't go over laughs let the laughs play out in terms of life you know, um, the, some of the best advice I've received uh, has been um, through TV. Cause I, and I've said this before on another episode, but I think one of the most crucial pieces of life lesson that I have received, um, and I'm gonna, if you've already heard this before, it's just good to repeat it, from the A-team, face. I'm gonna tell you this, I believe this wholeheartedly. If you apply the principle of faith, face to your life, you can accomplish amazing things. Face did two things when you had to get something to help the A-team out. And this was a show in the 80s. If you haven't watched the A-team, you need to go do that. But Face spoke quickly and confidently. And he was able to get helicopters and go into hospitals and get past security just because he would blow the person's mind. The person, well, this guy sounds like he knows what he's doing. And they wouldn't give him a chance to think it through. So talk fast, talk confidently, and it's amazing what you can do. That is great advice. So it kind of came through a sitcom, um, but I've turned it into advice and it's might call it more of a life lesson. But that 
is one of the greatest life lessons I've ever received. And that came from an 80s TV show. And that is why everybody should watch 80s TV. Great lessons in there. Let's see. Here we go. Um, we knew you'd say that. Of course you did. Four, we got four head slaps happening in here. Um, what's with the water? Yeah. So, Roy, um, no orange juice four nights in a row. I'm telling you, it's slim pickings out here, man. Um, I had to choose to spend my, my money on the toilet paper, which I have now a roll behind me, um, or general food. Uh, so I've just gone with water. And in fact, you know what? Here's the thing. Water is the best thing to drink. Um, so it's probably a good choice. I know they say you should get the vitamin C. But so if you want to ship me some orange juice, Roy, um, contact me and I'll give you my address. That would be awesome. Leland is awesome, by the way. Uh, Charles Manson was for the cult. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man, if I could be Charles Manson without actually killing somebody, that would be pretty cool. Kelly Green Lodge is in here. Um, okay, so I know if you want to, if you want to get on the show here, uh, here's the time for you to ask questions. This is just simply ask Timmy questions tonight here, Friday night uh, in Sterling. Um, but I uh, know Budweiser 1924 doesn't want to be coming into the live, but it's a good question. How did the comedy circuit start? And if not mistaken, the first show was in Guelph. How did you decide on Guelph if that's a fact? That is a fact. Um, the, the comedy circuit that uh, Budweiser 1924 is talking about, and his name's, his name's Bob, by the way, like genuinely, that's his real name. I know a lot of people don't think there's people named Bob, but that's it. it's his real name. Um, so the circuit tour is now uh, in season nine. We, did, we almost finished season nine. Uh, we were supposed to have a couple tours here in April, May. And we've done over 250 shows in Ontario. You can find out all the information of it um, on upstandingcomedy.ca. But it started with a conversation that Leland Clausen and I had in a hot tub, which is where all great ideas are birthed, quite frankly. Leland and I were uh, in a hot tub, man, uh, 2009, maybe, um, just talking about how there was a lack of not only clean entertainment, but clean entertainment on a regular basis. And so people would be like, you know, if you would miss a clean comedy show and then you'd be panicking and, and scattering, going like, when's another one going to show up? Like, it's the holy grail, you know, and we got to try to find it. And so the concept of putting tour stops in the same place ongoing, like a hub, like a comedy club where people just knew if you missed a show on a regular basis, you could come back. That's what uh, the comedy circuit was based on. We actually started um, in Guelph. Guelph is the only city and in fact, not only the only city, but the only building. We have been in that building for every tour uh, over the last nine years. So it's almost, I think it's like 39 something tours or something or 40, I don't even, I've lost track. But it started because Jim Tice, uh, a comic um, who is now a pastor, he actually, um, he was the champion for us. He got us set up actually, I believe he got us set up in the church in, King, in Kitchener as well at the time, but he got us in Guelph and Guelph is the foundational element of the circuit tour. And so we now have 14 cities across Ontario holding five clean comedy shows a year. And that was because of a gentleman named Jim Tice, who just really believed in what we had, um, got us set up in uh, Parkwood Gardens Church in Guelph. And then uh, who would have known that we were heading into season 10 next year, over almost 30 different headliners from all around North America. A lot of them have been on this show already. And a few of them will show up over the next couple of weeks here, um, here on this show at seven o'clock on Instagram. So um, but yes, yeah, so I hopefully that all answered your question, Bob. Um, Kelly's Green Lounge. Kelly, I'm going to invite you in here, okay? I'm going to invite Kelly's Green Lounge in here. 
this is question and answer period with Timmy Boyle, but she's not, I don't see her anymore. I don't see her anymore. Kelly, if you're still there, you can invite to be in, you can ask to be in the show. But uh, my favorite Beach Boys song is um, probably Surfing USA. And the only reason I say that is because I remember this picture vividly, and I have the photo somewhere of me in these red, really short shorts, um, standing on this big, like cylindrical pillow mat, like pillow, like, you know, the, I don't know, it's like a cylinder pillow. And I was pretending I was surfing and I probably was the, the thinnest human being that you've ever seen before. Maybe I should find that picture and post it. But um, I used to always, I tried to pretend to surf in my living room during for Surfing USA. So thank you for that question, Kelly. Um, CJ's at the store, do I need anything? Apparently I need my orange juice. And um, if you could grab that, that would be awesome. And some rye bread, I'm having a hard time finding marble rye bread. If you can find that, that would be awesome. Um, here you are, Roy. Do you have any siblings? I do. I have one sibling. Um, she, uh, she and I used to do uh, everything together. I don't see her very much. She is up, up uh, in the Huntsville area, actually. I don't know how we both got raised in the same community and the same family and doing the same things, having the same circle of friends. And she could live in an ice hut in the middle of nowhere and like, I'm very happy, actually, that this virus has caused me to have to stay in my living room. I feel very comfortable here. But I do have a sibling. Um, uh, she's got, uh, uh, her family's awesome. Her and her husband are amazing. And uh, I have a niece and a nephew up there, Elijah and Dakota. I just want to say hi to them um, as well. But uh, great family. And uh, so she's two years younger than me. And we used to do absolutely everything together. And I do miss her. And I, and I probably should reach out to her a little bit more than I do. But uh, there's a little inside information. Uh, CJ, can I call in and sing a TV theme song with you? How about this? Um, there's some great questions coming in here, by the way. Stay tuned because this is Ask Timmy Questions. There are some really good ones that I see coming up here. CJ, uh, absolutely. Um, come in right now. If you're still there, you pick one TV theme song and I will do my best to follow along unless I know it. So CJ, if you're there, can, are you there? Let's just see here. Do I find CJ on my little list? I can't see you on my list, um, so you might you might be gone. I don't know, but CJ, if you ask to be in the live at some point, um, you uh, you let me know, and I will I will absolutely sing a TV theme song. If it's from the '80s, that's that's even better. Uh, Robert Beckham's already been on live, so I'm just going to ask ask answer his question here. Rick Rick Flair or Hulk Hogan? Oh, there is not even a debate in that, Robert. Um, it is Hulk Hogan by a mile. I was a Hulkster, uh, not a Hulkster, but a Hulkamaniac. Um, I actually went, went, the only live wrestling match that I ever saw was WrestleMania, whatever number it was, down at the Sky Dome. And it was Hulk Hogan versus the Ultimate Warrior. And I don't even know how old it was, but I was old enough to understand the theatrics of the whole thing. And I still was 100% in on this thing. And it was epic. I mean, we were super far back. I was a big arena to be watching wrestling in. And uh, they how do they remember? I remember I bought some Ultimate Warrior wristbands, actually. Um, and I remember they came into the ring on like this, these moving platforms. 
because the door was so far away from the ring. It was a little cheesy. It was probably the least favorite part about it. But anyways, Hulk Hogan by a mile. In fact, um, let me just show you there. Wait, there he is. There he is right there. That's right. Right there. The Hulkster. Yes, sir. Here's the thing. Um, the Hulk Hogan, I don't know what Ric Flair did. I know he went there. Woo! I know he did that. But Hulk Hogan lifted a man named Andre the Giant and slammed that man down to the mat. I make my kids watch that video, that high on the anniversary every single year. When he slammed Andre the Giant, that was one of the most epic moments. That was on like the, pay the headline of the paper the next day. Like national media, international media probably news because we didn't have the internet and everything back then. And you woke up the next morning and you're like, oh, and then now we see the video. Uh, Google it seriously. If you're like a young kid or you're, or you're a young adult and you don't know, watch something epic. Just type in Hulk Hogan slams Andre the Giant and you are in for an incredible treat. Life changing. So Hulk Hogan over Ric Flair. All right, I'm liking this. You guys got some good questions tonight. Um, this is a, uh, so this is a good way. If you could change your name to anything in the world, what would you call yourself? Uh, Timmy, period. I actually want to change my name to just Timmy, period. I don't even know if period would be in the birth certificate, but Timmy, that's what I would want to do with it. Uh, I would like, like to be like Cher, Madonna, um, I'm sure there are others. We don't have time to try to think of them all. But anyways, if I could be that one name person, Timmy, that would be the name I would want to change it to. Hot Tub Time Machine 3. I don't know where that is. Uh, is that a great movie, Budweiser, 1924? Um, everything is East of Guelph, Roy. Welcome to Linda here who's come in. Tina Marie, 1982. Welcome. Timothy Bannister Comedy. There's a funny guy. You got to watch. You got to watch his stuff on Instagram. Timothy Bannister Comedy. Really, really enjoy his stuff. So super quirky. And I'm a big fan of the quirky. Um, Tina Marie, 1982. I hope you're still here. I can't tell who's still in the show and who's not. I hope you've, you've waited um, to, uh, to do this. But Tina Marie, are, if you're still here right now, Tina Marie, Tina Marie, Tina Marie, here we go. Tina Marie, will you come into the show, Tina Marie? 1982, can I have, will you join? Let's do this. Let's Hi. do this. Tina Marie, 1982, how are you? Good, do you remember me? I, well, you look familiar. You've been to some shows. Yes, at Humberley. Oh, nice. So you, you obviously know that I love the Ninja Turtles. Yes, because I saw some of your shows. Beautiful. So um, you, you, your question to me is, what's my favorite Ninja Turtle? I'm going to throw that back to you first, and then I'm going to tell you why I pick mine. Who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? Uh, Michelangelo. Why? Because he's yellow? Isn't he orange? Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. I don't know cool, dude. Of course, it depends on, depends on how good your TV is, right? Maybe yeah. my color was off. Yes. So why do you like Michelangelo? Because he's a cool dude. He's a cool dude? Okay. And he likes people like me. My favorite Ninja Turtle was Donatello. Um, I like the purple, but I like the staff. I don't know what they call it, but that big staff. And I used to play in Humber College. Um, I used to go down to the arcade. Um, and it's probably one of the reasons why I got kicked out of college. But I used to play the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle video game. 
And Donatello did this move where he would stick the stick in and you would flip the person over your shoulder. So we grabbed Shredder, put him over the shoulder. And I thought that was the coolest move in the world. And so um, he be, forever became my favorite Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. So thank you for your support. Yeah, and, thank, and thank you for coming on the show today to ask the question. Keep watching though. We got some good questions coming in here. All right, thank you. Awesome. All right, that was a good question. My favorite Ninja Turtle. Man, I love the 80s. All right, Devin is in here. Let's see here. I got to go back a little bit here. This is your opportunity. This is your opportunity right now to ask a question. We have a few more minutes left in this show here. Is, um, do I still have a chance to sing my duet with CJ Rossetti? Here we go. Let's see here. I'm gonna, he has asked me to sing a TV theme song, and I hope it's from the 80s. CJ, I can't get you in right now, so if you can put in the request, I'll, I'll add you to the show. Um, let's see here. What else we got? Tina Marie, 1982. She was just on here. But do you remember Homeschool Boy? I absolutely remember Homeschool Boy, uh, one of my favorite people. Uh, he, every, you know what I loved about the circuit tour? Humberly was so awesome. We had, some, we had some regulars there, but Homeschool Boy was a huge um, piece of that show. And I love the fact that in almost every city that we have on the tour across Ontario, um, there are people in the crowd that have become legends on the tour and Homeschool Boy will live on forever in, the, in those Toronto shows. So uh, you tell him, Tina Marie 1982, if you see him, you tell Homeschool Boy that I said hi. All right, we've got a few more minutes left here. I still haven't been able to sing my duet with uh, CJ. We're having some technical problems there. CJ, if you're still there, try to get back in. A um, few more questions here with, uh, with Timmy on calling comedians within quarantine. Crystal Leffler 5, if you could give a new comedian a piece of advice to help them get started, I'm assuming then there's a question that says, what would that be? Um, I would say this, don't rush the process. So many times people will come up to me and they'll be like, I wanna do comedy. Um, can I do 10 minutes? It's like, no, you can't do 10 minutes. Like, like you, if, you're, if you're just starting off, you need to understand that w when we talked about doing hour and a half, two hour shows, whatever it may be, and people are like, oh my goodness, that's so long. It is long and it takes years to build up to something like that. But the reality is, is that a two hour show is built one minute at a time. And so the best advice I would give any, any new comic is write a minute, write two good jokes, get it down, then write another minute, then write another minute and just, just build it like that. But don't sit, don't try to do too much too fast. Um, take your time and enjoy the process and realize that there is no shortcut to doing comedy or live entertainment in general. Now, if you've had stage time for a lot over your life, like by the time I started doing comedy, I've been on the stage in almost every capacity for like 30 years. Um, but you need to understand that that, that is the opportunity right there. Um, that can help speed up some things, but take your time. Remember that it's built one minute at a time. Get that first minute done, get that second minute done. Next thing you know, um, you'll be well on your way to building that setup. Uh, Roy met the Hulkster at the St. Petersburg airport flying back from Florida. Roy, you actually met the Hulkster? Oh my, man, was, was he huge? Now here's the thing, Roy, okay, Roy, Roy, are you here right now? Roy, are you here? Where's Roy? Where's Roy? There's Roy, Roy. 
Roy, try you got to get in here, Roy. Roy is um, a uh, multi-level black belt. And if, if Roy can get in here, I want to hear this story right now. Um, Roy! Hey, Timmy! How are you? I'm awesome. How about you? Man, I am, uh, I am living the life here, quite frankly. Um, I am enjoying um, a little bit of a break. And I know, I know not everybody's happy, but uh, this has been, this has been uh, quite the time. Mm. So, so listen, I, I want to know, this, I know this wasn't so much a question for me, but you're, you're a black belt, right? Seventh degree. Seventh degree. And you met Hulk Hogan in an airport like that's right like how how big was this dude in real life side by side did you actually like were up close to him i was right beside him checking in at the counter at the airline and he obviously had a bodyguard with him another guy just as big as him yeah and i turned to him and i said hey hulk how are you and he's turned to me and went hey man how's it going dude where are you from <laughs> and I went, I'm from Toronto. Oh, yeah, man, I've been there many times. So he was nice. Oh, he was really nice, like totally cordial, but certainly the persona of the Hulkster. Yeah, yeah, probably, probably carried that the whole time. Now, you being a seventh-degree black belt, like, be honest, you could have taken him down right, down right then and there, couldn't you? I'd have taken him out at the knees. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, well, actually, it depends on what year it was. I mean, his knees got pretty bad at one point there. But um, I've seen you. Uh, you actually took me on uh, in your dojo and uh, wasn't quite a fair fight. I mean, I, I'm pretty good at, uh, at defending myself. But um, I think you could take down the Hulkster. That's pretty impressive. Well, I was worried when you came in on me with that straight-in punch because I wasn't sure how I was going to handle it. I know. That's kind of where my magic lies. Nobody knows what's going to happen next, Roy. Hey, exactly. Thank you for sharing that story live with me. I'm going to try to get to a few more calls before we wrap this thing up. But uh, Roy, tell Margaret I said hi, and uh, thanks so much for your support. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Calling Comedians in Quarantine. Please take a moment to like, share, subscribe, and ring the little bell so you and your friends don't miss any of the laughs. Episodes will be uploaded here at Timmy's Shorts daily until I run out. And be sure to check out the description below for links to connect with myself or my guests on social media, support us by buying merchandise, and also download the podcast version of this show. Until next time, remember, your brain, it's for thinking, not for eating. So just say no to zombies. My name's Timmy Boyle.